That's three man band. That was three and B. Shannon Moore, Shane Helms, Evan Courageous. That was. You are correct. I stand corrected. But you know what I am not wrong on. If you're if you're just listening, I was wrong. I made a mistake. Bill corrected me. But you know what I and I don't like to admit when I'm wrong very often. It doesn't happen. But you know what I am not wrong. I am not wrong that today is going to be another great episode of the Magic Through Wrestling podcast. (laughs) I agree. Jimmy, I think today's going to be maybe our best episode yet. Yes, it is. We are going to raise the bar so much. I know we, we've been going crazy the last couple of weeks, but it's, it's going to be great today. Bill, how are you doing today? How, how are you doing? You little ball of fire, you. How are you? I think that this will be the best episode we do this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the only episode we'll do this week. So there you go. You are correct. It, it is going to be the best episode we do this week. This is great. Uh, what's new in your life, Bill? How are things going? I don't like pizza. You don't like pizza. Why don't you like pizza, Bill? Yeah, you got to explain that one. We've been locked up for seven weeks now. <laughs> I could give a tinker's damn about pizza. <laughs> and it's 40 sec- uh, 42 seconds into the podcast. We already have our first curse word. <laughs> we did the cussed. You damn! Damn is not a cuss word. No. Yeah, I, let's let's, not, let's hear it, Maury. Is damn a cuss word? It's in the Bible. I don't think so. Damn is not a cuss word. Bill, so uh, pizza's been damn it. on the menu during these seven weeks. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. We don't do a lot of pizza here. We do. Uh, we do. Uh, the rare thing that's happened during the Cornavaca is Lacey's been home. So the one thing that Lacey, because of her schedule, being a hair connoisseur, or what do you, what do you call them? Uh, I like hair connoisseur. That's good. A, a barber. But I think that means you eat hair, so I could be wrong. A barber. That's good. A stylist. She's a hair. She's a hair cuttery. Hair and, cuttery. You no, know, so she makes her own schedule, and she tends to. Work in past, you know, sometimes the, the dinner hours. So in a normal, before all this happened, far and few between where the four of us would be together for dinner except on the weekends. Long story short, Lacey's home. Lacey now makes dinner. And to her point, like after she's cooked five nights in a row, she's out. So usually the go-to is pizza. But we don't, you know, so maybe pizza once every other week or one, you know, even once a week. But, you know, now and now we're delivering pizzas, you know, every week to, you know, first responders and and people on the front line and stuff. So I've just seen enough and smelt enough and tasted the pizza to go. What's your go-to pizza, Bill? Uh, I am an American and you eat. Extra cheese, Sicilian pizza, extra okay. cheese, sprinkle now, the garlic on it, man right. up. That's pizza. Now, are you a chain pizza person or a mom and pop pizza person? I am a I am an American. American. I'm not a Domino's. I'm not <laughs> a Papadonios. I'm not a Marco Polo's. I'm not Cesaro's. Um, Joey Macaroon from the corner. Good, good. You the like- best pizza right now, to date, in Central Florida. I'll tell you this right now. Good okay, fellows. Good fellows. Good fellows is delicious pizza. Good fellows, and right behind it is Angelo's Pizza in Paramus, New Jersey. Okay. Other than that, Florida doesn't say pizza. Now I like. Really thin, really thin pizza, almost like a uh, like a coal fire brick oven or wood. That's, not pizza. That's gourmet crap. No, no, like I like you know Anthony's coal fire here, which is chain, but I like it. 
But it's not pizza. It's gourmet crap. It's not gourmet crap. It is that's a half. A, that's a half a sissy. <laughs> His mother named him Anthony, so he claims Italiano, right. but bakes Hopefully. funs a noon. Well, <laughs> the best pizza I've ever had is in surprising, right? New, New Jersey, New York. Okay, listen. We were supposed to go to New Jersey and it got canceled because of Cornabaca. Yeah, so reschedule. We'll go. Uh, no. Uh, Joe and Pat's Pizza in Staten Island. I can believe, I can believe that. Joe and Pat's Pizza in Staten Island. You, uh, uh, the El Presidente Dave Portney, right? Pizza review guy. You know, one bite, one bite, Frank. Everybody knows the rules, right? Uh, he rated it, I think, like an eight seven or an eight 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 on his scale, which is super high for Dave. You know, like that is. I, I'm go get this pizza. It is some of the best pizza you'll ever have. It is a staple in Staten Island. It's been around for fifty years. It's just, it's awesome. That's pizza. Maury, what's your pizza? Oh, man. Okay. There's two that come to mind. Both are in Pittsburgh. One's called Fiori's. It's like, it's a hole in the wall where, you know, there's this little Italian guy who just makes everything himself, throwing the dough in the air. Uh, and then there's this place that's kind of innovative, but it's still really old school. It's called Beto's. And they put the cheese on cold. You ever have a place like that? He's on cold? What do you mean? No, cheese because I'm going to go. Back to my first phrase was I'm an American. All right, so they cooked the dough with the sauce. They pulled out, then they put the cheese and the toppings on, like pepperoni on, and then they let it just melt itself, and then they give it to you. So it's kind of cold. It's really good. You guys are trying to do it again. Trying to do it again this week. We talking about pizzas. Go right to it. Bill, you only do extra cheese. You don't do like. Pineapple, I don't do that either, but Watch your mouth right now. Pine no. I'm not a pineapple guy. No. Yeah, because when my grandfather, who lived through the depression and was a roofer and owned a gas station and cleaned up after elephants in the circus and mowed lawns and dug ditches and everything else, as he was growing up as a young boy with no shoes on in the snow, walking uphill with both feet, he thought to himself, you know what I like in my pizza? Pineapple. <laughs> I don't like pineapple either. There's people that fight to get fight for that though. You like my wife who ha is a vegetarian and has spinach and all this other stuff. I just like pepperoni. I, I don't like drink pepperoni. pepperoni. Pizza. <laughs> I like fresh mozzarella, olive oil, garlic. Done. Have a nice day. Yeah, I like that occasional pepperoni. Okay, so here's here's another question, right? Do you get breadsticks when you have pizza? Why? Why would you? Why would you? <laughs> Jimmy, that's like the greatest question. <laughs> You're going to really. Maury, do you order breadsticks? Yeah, I'd get like those garlic knots, but the last time we did, I thought about it. I'm like, why am I getting bread to go with my bread? <laughs> you know, it's like it, I didn't even think about that before. Because it's usually a special, they put it together. Help. It's not special. It's the retarded crust they couldn't use from the other pizza. They cut it to little things and put butter on it and sell it for four bucks for a dozen. It's, the, it's like the leftovers of the dough they couldn't it's, use. They got a kid. They got a little kid who sits with the pizza and chews up to where the sauce line is and hands back the crust and they cut it and they, they sell it to you. Why do you order bread with bread? I, I just had that revelation the other night whenever we did it. I said, why am I eating bread with bread? Why are they selling bread with bread? Because people buy it. Jimmy, do you and do... then you go, I, can, I couldn't eat another piece of pizza. I'm stuffed. I'm um, another garlic nut. <laughs> now, Bill, whenever the foundation delivers pizza to all the first responders, do you also deliver bread with the bread? Bill, how many times in one in one episode do you think about murder? I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I have this on my desk. I have a series of is it a pet rock? Series of things I get to squeeze for <laughs> my anger issues. This is uh, poop. Squeezing poop, huh? I do stuff while we're recording. I have, uh, I, 
Baseball, it's from like when I get tense because I, I got cards in my hand. I'm playing with cards as we're recording. Oh, nice. Does that mean you have a trick ready? No, I'm just playing with, I'm doing false shuffles in my hand. False cuts. No. I got a brand new trick just came in. Uh, nothing I can do online, uh, but it is something that when you see it in person, I think you're both going to really love it. It's gonna break Bill. Bill's when do you think? When do you think you're getting back to that? I think so. Here, here's my opinion, and I could be completely wrong. I'm gonna go on a soapbox for a minute here, so please uh, humor me. I think the world is gonna get back to normal by June, if not July first. Um, here, here's why. Okay. So let's just talk about the state of Florida for just a minute. The predictions were we were going to hit 465,000 hospitalizations in, at the peak, which was supposed to peak this week. Tomorrow was supposed to be the peak based on all of the data that they had. We hit 2,000 hospitalizations at the beginning of April, and that was the peak that we had. So not only were the scientists wrong, they were wrong by 463,000. That's a very large number to be wrong. So I have a feeling that although we started to quarantine towards the end of March, what we did, how much of an effect did that really have if we were already on the verge to the peak? Right? We were already peaking, we're on our way up. What did quarantine, we, we thought we were down, right? We're like, oh, we're here, we're gonna over April come up here and then come down, right? We were already up here. And that was the worst that it got. So I think that people as a society are gonna see that. And as we start opening up, people have been dying to get out and do things. You know, they've been in their house for six, seven weeks. And I think that as soon as you know, phase one we just hit, uh, people are already out there. You know, when they go to phase two or three, this is life back to normal. And I think that We'll probably go to phase two, middle of May. I think May 15th-ish, May 20th, somewhere in that ballpark. And then you'll see two, three, four weeks later, back to normal. That's just my, 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 my two cents. Bill, what's your thoughts? The no I just think if you go by the numbers, and to me, that's what they're pushing. We expected this, but it's only been this. If you look at the 200,000 people difference, that doesn't even account for one half of the amount of people who live in Seminole County. That, to me, that puts it in perspective. Right? We got 69 yeah. counties. Yeah. So they're saying, well, you know, half of Seminole County didn't get it. Oh, yeah, right? I think that people... My, my whole thing is, and, and I, Maury and I were talking about it, and, and it's a conversation we have here, uh, one of the few adult conversations that happened in this house, um, is, you know, you know, phase one. Everything, every everybody left their house like, bum, bum, bum. There's kids in the streets. There's people, there's more cars driving. There's people out everywhere. There's people on the beaches again. They've opened. They've opened the parks. They're saying, "Well, you're gonna we're gonna hold people to 25 percent outside, or all these things." And you've given the people the green light, and they're giving the people the the the. I feel like they're baiting everybody to go to to your point, Frank. It, we we expected it so much worse that now they consider we, we're being ahead of the game. Right. If we're ahead of the game. Why are major food chains and everyone else now, just starting now, to put a limit on what you can buy? Publix, Walmart, Costco, BJ's, all these things now. Now, after everything we've been through so far, there hasn't been a limit. Now there's a limit on what you can buy and how much they'll let you purchase at one time. Because now is when all the meat's going bad. Now is when all the, all all these things. And I just feel like they open a door and people don't listen to the whole, the whole synopsis, right? They 
the, the, they're not listening to the totality, man. They're not giving me the they're not giving me the whole big picture. They're hearing what they want to hear. Phase one. We're in the clear for this. That's all I heard. My son, my son says it great. He goes, What do you think they heard of that, Dad? I'm like, perfect. Yep. You know, so I I, I they're not going to open schools until after Labor Day. So if we're in the clear, why are we, why are we delaying it? So I think with schools, I think it's just, it doesn't make any sense to open right now. Because we only got, what, a couple weeks left? Well, well, schools wouldn't open until August. Yeah. So why are we delaying it an extra month? Do you think we'll, it will be a Labor Day? Well, uh, from, from everything we're hearing... They're, they're talking about, and the teachers, even the teachers are going to be voting on it, that they want to do it Labor Day, which is September 7th. Right. Which puts our kids back to school till the end of June. Mm. Which I don't care about all that stuff. I just don't understand the delays in certain things, and that's why it makes me think, like... Well, I think that people are a little nervous because they're worried about a resurgence. Yeah, man. That's my fear. Well... You know, and I here, here's my, again, this is just me, and I am in no way, you know, a doctor, or medical expert, or scientist. This is just Joe Schmo, and I, I am more than likely wrong, and I hope I am not, but I am very happy to admit when I'm on an island on my own, and I don't necessarily believe it. This is just my, what I think. I think there will be a little resurgence. I think, though people in a way have kind of built up a little bit of an immunity to this now. So people are saying, Hey, let's get the antibody test. I think you'll see, I want to go get the antibody test. I'm convinced I had this thing in December. You I probably started this whole thing. What's that? You probably started it. I very well could have. I very well could have started. I could have been patient zero, but um, I think that it, it'll, it'll show that a virus causes other things that we can't control, like the flu. And I think we will have a vaccine sooner than later. You are forever positive. Well, do you know why I think I'm, we're gonna have a vaccine sooner than later? And this is positivity, but it's also a little conspiracy theory, a little bit. You ready? Yeah. What year is it? 2020. What happens this year? Election. Election. Right. If you got two parties who hate each other, the first party that can find a vaccine or back a vaccine just wins the election. So I think going into the election, and it shouldn't be about that, right? It should be about helping people. It should be about getting this stuff done, doing it the right way, looking at the science, all that kind of stuff. I just think that, and it's a sad thing to think, but I, I think that you'll see sometime around September, October, somebody's going to come out and say, hey, right before the resurgence, we found it, we got it, here's the cure, or here's the vaccine, go get it, here's the magic. And uh, Okay, two things. I got two things. One, where's the wall? Okay, moving on. That's one. Wait, can we put it around Seattle? Can we no, talk no, about no, I like Seattle. In a minute? Um, two, this ham and egger who's running this state, some call him the governor, comes out and goes, oh, we still got 200,000 ventilators we haven't used yet. We have all this stuff we got in stock. We're going to stockpile it. <laughs> I'm listening to this douche talk on TV the other day. And I'm thinking to myself, he gets breadsticks with pizza. <laughs> and pineapple. Oh, I bet. I uh, I don't know. I think I'm I'm just worried. You know, I don't I don't really have an opinion one way or the other what I think is going to happen. I think I think because it's so dangerous, I think people just need to exercise as much caution, even if yeah. They're, yeah. We're, we're, and I hope that employers like if you're able to work from that's my big thing. Like if you're able to work from home, employers should respect that. If you have the actual, and I think it, I think you're going to see a lot of that. I, I I really do. I feel like somebody put on my Facebook. And I'm not sure how Facebook works. So I'm sure if I read it on my Facebook, that person's a friend of ours. And I'm able to read what they post, right? And there was a perfect post. Just because they're telling you you can do this doesn't mean my house 
is open. Yeah. And so that person wrote, I'm going to maintain the same things now until I know for sure. So there is no hanging out at my house. There is no, we're not going out on the streets. We're not going. And, and I think that, I think if everybody just plays it the way they feel it. Yeah. I think a lot more people are going to be safe. Um, I think that was Paula. I think Paula put Was it story. Paula? No, it wasn't Paula. I would have remembered it. Because if it was Paula, it would have been a few F-bombs there. <laughs> um, but I think if everybody does that and, and goes about it, you know, and just as smart, because I do, I think a lot more people are going to be working from work, which is, a lot of people are saving money that way, too. Yes. Yeah, but a lot companies, of companies are saving money that way. But employees are losing because they're not getting hours. Some, I mean, look at, so you look at my, you know, look at the show, the Wonderworks, and how many people, you know, are now unemployed. Well, but that's, for you guys, for them, it's different because they can't control. They have to be there. You know, so I think that there has to be a happy balance. I think you'll see, I, I really think you're going to see life back to normal, whether it's right or wrong, cause of circuits or not, right? I think you will see life back to normal mid-June to July. But, that, but that's just it, that word normal. Yes. Now, what I think, right, is personally take the precautions, wear the mask, wash your hands, you know, make sure you disinfect. Do what you need to do to be safe and protect yourself and your family, right? And that's what we're going to do, right? We're going to protect ourselves and my family. But on the same token, there's going to become time where I'm back on stage. Let me back sure. in time, you know, we're going to have fans in, a, in an arena again. It's going to happen. We have, um, you know, as baseball season was cut out from underneath the boys and all that stuff yeah. throughout the country and all that. So we keep up with the leagues and what they're doing. And and uh, the parks have said there's no more games for this season. Everything will start in the fall. Um, the, one, the one tournament's because we play travel ball now. The one tournament is saying if they decide to play ball this – whatever's left of the spring into the summer, it's most likely going to be one parent for player. Wow. And no spectators. Jeez. Which goes to what is the new normal going to be? Yeah. You know, I, and it goes – now, Major League Baseball – um, the NBA, hockey, everything is going towards we're going to start our season, but how? Do you, who do you decide what 25% gets in? Yeah. So, you, you know, people are start talking, well, do we hold raffles? No, because you're going to be, you're going to be irking the other 75%. Or, so I, I think there's, that's the, the key word is the new normal. How do you hold your show now? And I say to you, Jimmy, you can start your show, but you can only hold it at 25% capacity. How are you going to decide who gets in? Here's how. Because I don't think they'll start the show until it's a large capacity. But that's my point. They're going to start these things now. So a business owner, uh, TGA Fridays, you're allowed 25% now in, inside. You can fill up 25% of your building. How do you decide what 25% comes in? Yep. First come, first serve? In the gym. How are you going to decide what 15 people get in the gym every day? And then if, if those people get there at the same time every day, then you right. got 15, 15 and it's never – You tell me I got, I got to camp out for two days to get in the gym? And I'm paying a monthly membership. So the new, the new normal <clears> – <throat> Well, even in uh, in the world of weddings, you know, uh, being a video guy, I get a lot of people who, you know, canceled on me. And then um, I had, you know, some people reach out and they said, what can we do, uh, you know, to still have a wedding, like whenever this thing opens up a little bit. And I said, well, you know, one, you're not going to be able to have, you know, if you, if you have a 200 people wedding, you could pretty much throw that out the window. And right. then people want to start price gouging me. Okay, well, if I can only have 10, I shouldn't have to pay for... I'm like, I don't charge per person. That's the venue. I charge per event. So right. that's been really tough on me. People not understanding. Like, I understand you can only have 10 people at your wedding. 
I don't charge based off that. And now you want me to live stream it. What do you do? Do you cut yourself off at the knees to stay busy and not make money? That's it. You know, I started this new thing where I said, let's live stream it. You know, we, I, can, I can broadcast it live for anybody who wants to watch it elsewhere. And that's been pretty good, but then people don't want to pay for it. You know, they think because of the coronavirus, that should be an added benefit. But and it costs people to do that. I think that we're all looking at it right now with a 25% or 50% capacity. That, those numbers are not going to stay the same long. You know, that's why I say I think by June or July, it'll be back to 100%, right? Open it up, do your thing. Uh, now, I think that w whether you should or not are two different things, right? And that's, that's where I'm going to stand on. Just because it's right, just like that post says. Right. Saying it's okay doesn't mean we're going to do it. Right. That the government is going to say there are no restrictions. You are allowed to do this. Again, whether that's the right call personally or not, that's up to the individual. You know, if you've been saving for a wedding for the last year and a half, and now your wedding's a Christmas time wedding, you have 250 people coming, well, the government just says you're allowed to do it. You know, are you going to do it now? It's up to those guests to decide, yeah. am I going to show up to that? And you have, for a rude awakening, because some of those people are going to go, I'm not going to it. You're absolutely right. I think you're going to have some of those people going to go, I'm not going to it. Uh, I think that you'll see the theme parks will be the tell telltale. They'll be a good gauge because when Disney, World, yeah. if they are packed, right, even at 25, 50, 75% capacity, that will be the telling tale. Are people willing to take this risk, willing to travel? I think the answer is going to be yes, because I think people as a society, uh, they want that entertainment. They need that relief. They need that fantasy. And I also think some people just don't care and they're willing to take the risk though. So the risk takers are, do they outweigh the people staying home? And how does that affect? So it'll be, it'll be very, very, very interesting to tell. I think you got to take Disney out of that though, because people will willingly get Corona to get to go to Disney, but other things. Exactly. Like but those, oh, oh, and the other, how are they going to afford it? have to be out of work for two months. Yeah. So, right. yep. that's true. So, so I, exactly. So, but I, I think that, you know, people, even people with annual passes, stuff like that, they'll, they'll take the risks. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. If they're taking the risk for Disney, what else will they risk? Yeah. I'm saying, well, so Disney come out and said, we're, we're good for the rest of the year. Yeah. What universal say they're good till when? They're coming out, uh, May, they're reopening May 11th. Part of city walk is reopening May 11th. Uh, wait, when's the Disney, park, when's Disney opening? They have not made an announcement. Disney, said, they, Disney has said on more than one occasion, and they haven't said that it's going to happen, but Disney said, we're good for the rest of the year if we don't open. We may not open the rest of 2020. I think that you'll see Disney, the, the governor has said, or the task force, whatever, Disney could open when they hit phase two, yeah. which the governor said should be a couple of weeks. Well, yeah, but what, so it goes back to what we're saying. He said they could open. They don't have Doesn't to Doesn't mean they will. Right, right, right. Doesn't mean they will. That's, that's, I think that's my point is people are hearing, okay, this. But it doesn't mean you have to go. No. no. But I think Disney, you know, it, it being a big giant as it is, you know, they're losing $30 million a day, not open. You know, I had this debate with somebody. I said, I think that you'll see Disney open because even if they have to sanitize everything, right, and they have all these regulations put in place, Disney can afford to hire the people to clean do these things, right, and still make money on it. Can you see yourself, and because more you're a Disney guy. Die hard. Can you see yourself going, I don't care what kind of pass you got, what kind of membership, I don't know nothing about it. Okay. Um, I'm totally ignorant to that stuff. All I know is when you go, you wait online. Now, let's say you get the front pass where you don't wait online for anything. Mm -hmm. Now you you let's say you go on Space Mountain and you want to go back again. You have to wait now until that ride is cleaned top to bottom before you can get on again. And you're the guy who doesn't have to wait. Imagine people waiting four hours, five hours. Yeah. And not being able to get in, in on a ride. And not only that, why would I, why would I go to that? Because I, I think that... And What's the selling point to that? Hey, I'm into Disney, this, right? 
Disney does not have um, their line cues are not conducive to six feet length or social distance. Right. They're made to cram. So if you have to social distance in a line at Disney, that alone is going to make people just really pissed. Right. And then to wait for them to clean the ride before you put the ride back out again. So here, here's the thing, right? And this is what I would do. This is what I bet you Disney will do. You won't wait in line. You won't have to wait for the lot ride to clear. What they will do is they will have a limited amount of, think of it, fast passes, right? Per day, per ride. And it will be like ride by appointment type deal. So, Maury, you're going to ride at 115. So, you need to show up to that ride at 115. You're going to go ride on the ride. Bill, you're going to ride at 130. And you will go. your group will go ride on the ride. And I think you'll have through the day. You're not going to stop those people from being there early. No, but I think that you will have to get an appointment to ride a ride. I don't think that you can – you'll be able to just so, – So, my point is, Maury spent $1,000 yeah. this year to get on any ride he wants whenever he wants. Yeah. Now you're going to tell me I can only go on X amount of rides? Yeah. Because I think they're going to say, or the option is, right, don't come. Yeah. They have your money. They don't care anymore. They already got it. Right? I think they're going to put in, uh, gonna put in uh, hand washing stations all throughout the park um, and stuff like that. You know, yeah. it's so weird how Disney is like, me being as, as meticulous with this as I am and everything – like, if you give me a list of, like, 500 things I would say no to, Disney's the one thing I would perk my ear up, even though I've been there a million times, I have an annual pass, that I would say, would I risk it right now to go to? And I, I wouldn't, but it's the one thing that, that would would be the closest thing I would do. Right. I wouldn't risk going right now. Not right now. I'd wait a little bit. No, I want to see what the numbers do. Yeah. I want to see how this thing goes. I would maybe risk it in June. If, if, big if. If the numbers continue on that downward trajectory, yeah, that'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It and will be. Flu season kicks in. That's what I'm really worried about. You know, flu season kicks in. They said we could get a second case of the corona. So this could just be a light coating of something really bad that's going to. Well, that's the other thing they've said that too. We're going to get hit. And... Uh, you know, they also said the same thing. You know, if you if you think about it, you know, the flu has been around for 100 years. We went through the same thing 100 years ago with the flu every year. So I think we're, we're in for it with corona, right? We got it every year from here on out. Until they come out with a vaccine, we have it. Yeah. It's unrealistic. Can you shut down the economy and shut down the country from October till May every year? There's no way in hell. Can't do it. My understanding is none of us, none of the three of us, can get pregnant during this. That's disappointing. Yeah, that sucks. There's not the replies I was expecting. I was, I was hoping, I was hoping for a baby here. No, no. in about 20 minutes, where I'm going to deliver a baby. 20 minutes when we're done. <laughs> it's a baby, a sushi. I don't even know where I'm supposed to be. So what are you, what are you looking for? I'm looking for an out. I'm out. <laughs> you're out. You're out. You can't that be out. Totally not the, not the, not the answer. No, you can't be out. Because Bill, we're about to switch gears here. Oh God. We're about to switch gears. So, uh, speaking of Disney, rumor mills swirling that uh, Disney is in position to buy a new company. I did not hear. There's no new companies out there. Well, they're going to buy a company. Well, not no, not, not a new company. Ah, a new. They're going to have a <laughs> under their wing. Rumor mills swirling that uh, Disney could be buying out Disneyland. No, just the, the, from what I understand, the pay-per-view part and the... Uh... That was old news. The new news is that they... The whole company? Yeah, well, where it came from, actually, actually came from Dutch Mantel. He tweeted about it. But I think, like, there's rumors if he was, like, messing around or if he was has some inside info. There's, if you give me 20 minutes when we get off the air today, check my Twitter and I'm going to start a rumor. Please do. People will... Buy whatever you say. Well, here's my question. It's plausible. Jimmy gets so excited when he hears this stuff. Well, because here's my question. But it is plausible right now. Maury, but this is going to be specifically to you. Okay. Because you're a Disney guy. Love Disney. Disney buys WWE. Yeah. Is Becky Lynch now a Disney princess? (laughs) 
We already have a token redheaded princess, Ariel. Like, I'm just saying, like, are all the women, are they now Disney princesses, right? I think that how that works, right? <laughs> the money Disney can make at meet and greets alone. Oh my gosh. Right? Disney Hollywood Studios, right? They could record NXT, Ross, Matt, right at Hollywood Studios, <laughs> right in the soundstage, yeah. right? Just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. I will say, if now, if if ever you're gonna sell to somebody, if you've lost that much money, Bill and Frank, now would be the time to realistically sell a company that's you know not doing that well anyway. Uh, I don't know if people understand the full effect of. He didn't have that money, so he didn't lose that money. It was money that was potentially going to be made. Yeah, he's still there. He's still building. So everybody says he lost this money. I think you're thinking XFL. I'm talking about XFL. I'm talking about Mania. I'm talking about. Oh yeah. You know the whole, the whole thing. So I don't. I don't know. Uh, even what the stipulations would be for that. I mean. It could be just where he, you know, the old man just goes, you know what? Screw everybody and everything and sells it, and that's it. But, like, you know, people who know him close and people say, what's he going to do? He's going to – if he, if that ever happens, he's going to stay on because he doesn't play golf, he doesn't play chess, he doesn't do anything. This is what he does. And I cannot see him – well, I could. I could see anything. So, you know, to me it's – I, I do think a world, a WWE world without Vince does not exist until he goes, until he decides or he passes. So it's, I don't uh, think he would ever willingly give it up. WWE becomes a Disney affiliate or, or anything like, or an ESPN affiliate or something like that. It's a done product. You boys will be shopping around for another something else to keep you busy. Yeah, we got AEW. Done. So let's let's talk about one more thing. Oh God! That I've been holding, getting out early today. That I've been holding on. Oh, I hate when he holds on. Oh, I've been holding on to this 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 gem. All right, wait. I'm so excited. Piece of information. So, where did you say I'm so excited? Yeah, I, anytime he gets that grin, I just know something big's happening. I noticed something that. I saw on the screen about 48 minutes ago now, right before we started to record. And it's just something I kept in the back of my mind. I said, I'm going to bring this up when the time is right. And I, I kept noticing this thing because uh -huh. somebody kept turning around like this and kept looking like this and kept doing one of these things and then had a lot of itches. I'm not biting oh, on the I'm not general area, general not area of their, of their face. So I'm not biting on it. Maury, Maury can, can, I have a movie I Yeah. Can What's you come a little it? closer to the camera for me for a second? Is there, I pierced my nose. Is there something on your nose, Maury? Guys, I got to tell you, I thought my wife was going to do it, you know? I was so, like, because I want to put a hoop in for, like, some special event stuff. So I thought my wife was going to do it, right? We get into the bathroom. And she's like, she knows how to do this stuff. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm not excited, but I'm, I trust her. We get in there and she pulls out the needle and she goes, you know what? I can't do this. And I said, what do you mean you can't do it? We're, already, we're here. We're ready. I can't do it. So she had me do it. It was a nightmare of a situation. In fact, I got to where I couldn't fully push it through. And she got, she got kind of mad because... I went and I got uh, a hammer and actually to hammer it through the rest of my nose. I lost you. All I heard is, you know what? And then you both froze. Uh, what what um, special events do you foresee in your future where you'll need a hoop in your nose? I guess none now. I thought, you know, I'd have some filming stuff come up, some stuff, but none now. Honestly, it was, it was to break up the boredom a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I legitimately had to, drive a hammer through it to get it to go through. Bill, as soon as I as soon as I drove the hammer through, I thought of you getting punched. 
by Rick Steiner with yours? I, um, I got a new Giants flag hanging up by the pool. Did you hammer it in? Did you hammer it in? I'm. Are you diehard Giants fan, Bill? Diehard. Big blue machine. How you feel about Eli retiring? Ah, you know, Eli stayed as a Giant his whole career. Knocked it down. I wasn't. I haven't always been an Eli fan. But he got you too. Too. But right? he, hey, he got us farther than. Uh, Farther than two Super Bowls, so. My brother loves the Giants. I like the Giants. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, definitely. I like the Giants. I'm an Eli guy. Oh, wow. <laughs> this was not planned, ladies and gentlemen. Frank just went and put on his Jets jersey. <laughs> Is that a memory of Don Shula? <laughs> Please tell me that's Chad Pennington. I have one. No, this is Mark Sanchez. <laughs> I have a Pennington somewhere. <laughs> the New York Jets haven't done anything good since Joe Klecko did a cameo <laughs> in Smoking the Bandit. <laughs> Sanchez did do the, the famous butt fumble. Yeah, well. That was a good one. How do you feel about the Jets? What? How do you feel about... Jets jerseys. <laughs> I I hate the Jets. I, I don't I don't mind the Jets. I think I think as long as tenants pay their rent, they can stay there just fine. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Jets fans? I think Jets fans are the biggest bunch of idiots to walk the face of the earth. <laughs> nice point. <laughs> we hate the Jets in this house. <laughs> but Steelers, you love the Steelers. Did you hear? Did you hear the noise in the back? Lacey just spit on the kitchen floor. <laughs> <laughs> Now we love now we have love for the Steelers in this house. Die hard here. I love the Steelers. I don't have a jersey right next to me I could go put on for you. Old school uh old old school Steelers. The steel curtain. Yeah. It's good stuff. Jimmy, uh, did you just have that next to you to where you put it on? I had to go to my I closet. You did so fast for that. That was even funny. Yeah, that was like really. Now my class is like right next to me, so I. I, I really sometimes I, I worry a little bit. What, what do you worry? Is it? Did you just do the phone thing again? Jeez, I'm one. I sent a picture of me in the jet shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. That's amazing. Well, you come here and ask him. How do I know? I got two conversations going on. What did she say? She goes, why did he send it to me? Because he, she, you said she spit on the floor. You spit on the floor. She went like that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say it. That's good. You don't have to edit it. That Judge jersey is dangerous over there, Jimmy. You better be careful. I wouldn't wear that in the DeMont house. One, so. Uh, I will in a heartbeat. I'll I'll walk in. In. I made a big punch in the face. Huge internet, huge internet uh, story. Um, Alexander Rusev walked into FCW with a beat up uh, yeah. Look at this crap. Billy. Don't shake your head, Billy. Billy, give him two thumbs down. Billy, here, don't shake your head. Here, no say it again out loud. I'm disappointed. He's disappointed. Me too. Disappointed. Me too. Yes. I, I, I am that. You guys root for the wrong New York team. But Frank, okay. you're, you're disappointed. One of your biggest fans. That's right. You're hurting his feelings. Sorry, Butch. Butch, it's going to be okay. So, Rusev walked into training with this beat-up Jets shirt, Jets shirt on. When was this? Uh, FCW, so oh, I don't know. 2012, 2013. And uh, knowing I'm a Giants fan. So the one day he came in and kept parading around, parading around me, parading, I wouldn't put it over. So he was all sweaty and 
working out and he's parading around me and he brushed up against me all sweaty and I turn around and I ripped the shirt off his back. <laughs> That's awesome. He flips out. It's his Jets shirt. No harm, no foul. He's laughing. I'm laughing. End of the day. The next day, I come in with for, with a gift. Uh, a fan had gotten me the last game played in the 20th century was a Dolphins game. Um, so I got the commemorative ball in in a in a gold case, numbered. Signed, the game, the date, the time, everything stamped. And I think it was the Dolphins was the last game played wow. to commemorate the, the decade. So I came in, I called him in the office. I said, well, I felt bad about your shirt. So I got you this. Well, he goes crazy, right? Can't believe it. On the internet, Bill DeMott. His bully tactics at it again, throws Rushef to the ground and rips his shirt off his back. Wow. What trashy fake news. So I I had to I had to defend that. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you, you set the story straight, Bill. But you, you know why I put this on? <laughs> Who's on the back? Joe Namath? Uh Chad, uh Mark Sanchez. Um the you know, Sanchez. You know I put this this jersey on. Yeah, it is. You know, you know, it it's it's just because Bill, I am a big uh, joker. <laughs> See, Maury, when you laugh, he keeps doing these things to me. I know, and I get so entertained by it. I don't, Jimmy. It looks like I need to go to the uh, out of control magic comedy special. No, 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 Mark, Mark, Mark. You need to go to the Out of Control Magic Company dinner show for twenty nine ninety nine. You can join. It's sort of one dessert, unlimited loss, a little bit of fun. Counting <laughs> everything, make sure we did it correctly. I still haven't heard from iTunes. My podcast didn't make it. I guess. Well, it'll take it'll take a little while. No, you, you'll hear either way. They'll either deny it or accept it. You'll, you'll get it. They don't just leave you in the dust because they re put it back up every five minutes. You're good. We'll find it for you. You're going to be kidding me. Well, what's the matter, Bill? He's walking into walls. <laughs> Billy? He's yeah. like, I, I have to get him new shoes, right? Okay. He's a growing boy. Ten and a half in men's. What? He's like oh. years old. How is he? He's, he's, he's the same height, if not taller now than Lacey. Wow. I had to go see my mom. He's way over my mom. He's like 5'2". Where did you get shoes during the coronavirus? What's that? Do you have to go online to get him shoes during the coronavirus? Yeah, usually sometimes we find like, he has, he has my, my flair for shoes. So sometimes the real, the real colorful ones you gotta go online for anyway. Yeah. Oh, nice. And usually we get him when he when he when he goes for spikes. So, but yeah, he he walks in a thing now. Can you put that back? Well, listen, he's gonna have a very successful baseball career. No, he's not. They're never playing again. And then after that, he'll uh, he'll work as a police officer. We got we just we just ordered. Lacey will kill me. But he'll work as a the terrible thing about being home, right? You see these things. So we work out every day. When I say we, me in my mind, him outside. Mental workout, that's good. Um, so I saw this thing for a set of hex dumbbells, the big rubber dumbbells, mm -hmm. five pounds to 50 pounds, a rack and a mat. Okay. 100 bucks. That's it? Really? So just just for a, just for a set of ten pound dumbbells, it's thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's over a dollar a pound usually. So I got a five pound dumbbells. So five, so it goes five, ten, fifteen, twenty, all the way up to fifty. 
wow. with the steel rack for for hundred bucks. Was somebody throwing that out or selling it or? No, you, you can go. You can go. And the funny thing is, you can go on Facebook and get it right now. Wow. Yeah. So I I did that, which because when I see things, I'm like, oh, and she goes, why do you do that? And I got like, anyway. So he's he's starting now. We're starting now with a little bit of weights. So it's so funny when his the back of his arms hurt, his, his the triceps hurt, and his calves hurt now. And so he has his first. We, we're going to meet half the baseball team Thursday. Right. Well, one of the one of the coaches drove by the other night and went, "What the hell have you been doing to this kid? <laughs> like he's he's monstered out." That's awesome. It's scary. Listen, good. That's I good. Think I gotta take him off the gas. <laughs> Don't put the brakes on now, Bill. You gotta. Frank Listen, I know some recruiters that uh, may look at him. Ah, dog, he's he scared me. We go hit, and he 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 just he's ready. To, that's what I hope clears up. Just just let them go play ball. Let them go play ball. But that sucks to have one parent. Yeah, you guys go as a family to those games. Well, you know, not only that, they're saying you can have no spectators. Yeah, but, okay, so. No grandparents, fans, nothing. Hear me out for just a second, right? And just as a curiosity, do you count as the coach as a parent? Well, you can only, so if I understand right, two coaches, our team has five coaches. So you'd have to coach. Most, most, most teams have four four or five coaches. So you you got two coaches that cannot be in the dugout with the boys. So there's less people in the dugout. And one parent to accompany each kid. So yes, if if I was to go with Billy, Lacey couldn't go. But I wouldn't be coaching anyway, so. Wow. But look, looking at how it's done, those are family games. I mean, so you know now all the moms are going well maybe they could do oh man i i dread to see them tell the mothers they can't watch their boys play ball oh that's not gonna happen i i dread it all of the moms will apply it oh and this is i don't know about i'm going talking about the moms on my team i would have i would have stormed nuremberg with them (laughs) i could imagine that i could imagine they're brutal, these moms. So, all right. Well, I think it has been a uh, another. This was not a great episode. This was a great episode. This was a very socially aware episode. This, this was a. That's why we got to have another episode this week, a bonus episode. This is a great. Where's your wife. She's working. You tell her. She badges me on the phone again. <laughs> Are you calling me? <laughs> He's calling. I'm hanging up. This was a very socially aware episode. That's in right, case anyone, in case anyone wants to know, I'm so much closer to the end of my book. Okay, how? I'm how not close. Good. I'm not close. I'm, I'm so screwed. How many chapters you got written, Bill? I don't do chapters. I just write. How many pages got written? Sixty. Sixty. That's over halfway there for a hundred-page book. I mean, obviously, but you know, hundred pages is always a good guy. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pause. Pause. Maury, did you just grace us with some math wisdom? <laughs> I did. Well, Bill, did you catch was, that? Did you catch that little gem? What did he say? He said, "That's over halfway there for a hundred-page book." That's not how I meant it, though. I meant it like, oh, cool, yeah, you're, if you're going for 100, like, you're getting closer. It's over 60, over halfway there for a 100-page book. Bill, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Come over here, Bill. I'm going to teach you a lesson right now. <laughs> Come closer. Come in where they can see you. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Say hello to Mr. Jimmy Rook. Hello. Say hello to Mr. Maury. Hello. Ask Mr. Maury what's in his nose. What? Ask him what, what is that? Ask him what's in his nose. <laughs> what's in his nose? 
marriage and love. And a nose ring. Bill, he pierced his nose, Bill. With a hammer. With a hammer. And there goes my stuff. <laughs> Billy, Billy. Yeah. Come here. You want to know what's in my nose? And his love for the Jets. <laughs> oh, that's why they're, they're up, it's off your nose because the Jets are bad. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, what's half of a hundred? It's definitely not. Um, it's definitely not 60 because 60 is over half. Yes! I, um, so how's the book going, Bill? It's a lot, man. I'm at the point now where I don't want to... I'm at the point in the book of why I'm writing the book. Okay, so the thought... And it's, it's just uh, too much. It's bringing me down, man. It's bringing me down. Do you, do you see put in like a couple hours a day or like yeah yeah wow. two hours wow. I try to put in two hours a day wow now is that tough doing it yourself because I'm sure you have all these like thoughts and things you want to put in is it like a puzzle where you're like I'll write this but I'm not going to put it here like well so what what I do for me what I found out what works for my mentally for me is I'll start writing and wherever I end up, I leave myself a note highlighted, a sentence. I put it in bold, red, and highlight it in yellow. This is where I stop talking about this. Okay. Don't start this. Finish this. You know, I, I mean, I leave myself notes all the time. Um, so, and that's what I look for when I, when I go. You know, as I scroll and look, I go right to the highlight. And that's where I left off, and that's where I tell myself I want to, I want to begin again. So you try to finish one area before you start. I try to, yeah. That's true. I'm looking forward to reading it. I really am. I'm excited. But, uh, I want it to. I want it to be. Uh, I want it to be a go-to book for people that are going through it. And I, I just want it to come out the right way because I told you it's kind of tricky. I start off. I want to do it like. Um, I start off in the present but then go back to the past, come back to the present, go back to the past, to the present, and then stay in the present the rest of the way. Well, like I said, I'm excited. I'm excited that you But for $20, $29, $25, 20, I don't know. $29.99. You can buy my first book. And that's Unlimited Laughs, Fear, and... Did you get his first book yet? My first book? Yeah, more. Did you order his first book yet? I got. I got to get it. He's not getting. He just squeezed his nose. Just sitting right here, getting all messed up. I just sent another one out this week, or over the weekend. Something. So I got. I got two uh, wrestling seminars in one book. All right, but where where can seminars like me get your book? Winston Salem, South Carolina is the one. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Winston Salem, Massachusetts. No. I want to go to. If you ever get a seminar in Salem, I want to go there. To Salem, Massachusetts? Yep. For the witches and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. it's very cool. Yeah, I, I've never been. I want to go. Same. Uh, I want to go. I'll go teach DUI there. You can teach wrestling seminars. I'll film you both. You I, am, I am so ready to get back on the DUI trail. Listen, we we need to. Uh, uh, all going well. I, I will give you a little news, a little 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 tidbit, little tidbit of information. If all goes well with Cornavaca, we're going to have a DRE school here in Orlando at UCF in August. We'll have thirty plus cops from all over the state, DRE candidates, come learn how to be drug recognition experts. Cool. Uh, August 3rd through the 14th, I think. Cool. Yeah, we got man, so much, so much we got to catch up on. What the heck? Oh! Oh, that's not it. Okay. I thought I had something. I got another.
Well, on that note, I think that was an E, A sharp. It has been another great episode of the Magic the Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you listening and joining us. Bill shakes his head. Uh, Maury, final words? Have a great week, guys. Be safe. I Bill? want, this is what I want for next episode. Tell me what you want. I want to know. Maury with a, a, a hoop through his ear. The side. I see that, I will come through the television and rip like your hands that. I want to know. I forgot what I was going to say. That's what I want to know for next. Stay tuned because we'll cover it in next week's episode. Damn it. What was it? All right. Forget it. Jimmy, last words? Of course I have last words. <laughs> it's been a great episode. I appreciate everyone listening. Please give it a like, share, comment. Let us know what you thought. Share it with your friends. We want to thank everybody on the front lines. Bill, it's probably what we're going to say. Fighting the the good fight, right? All of our, our cops, firefighters, nurses, doctors, yeah, yeah. you know, everybody that's out there fighting the fight, doing the thing. Uh check is where the light is at the end of the tunnel. We're gonna come out of this uh the other side here. And uh on behalf of the Magic Three Wrestling Podcast, uh if you're not down with us, we got two words for you. Magic always. <laughs> <laughs>